Thank you so much. Um, part of me wants to do it from here, really. Um, so I'm going to, actually. Not often you get a gaming chair. But anyhow, chance for me to join with you. Again, I want to say a huge thank you to all those who have set this up. We're going to have to pull it down afterwards, I'm afraid. I was thinking of just leaving this up forever, really. This is better than Legoland, and a lot, it's certainly cheaper than going to Legoland. And the sort of way that it was... The whole week went was absolutely brilliant. So it was absolutely fantastic. And, um, um, and I'm really, you know, thanks for praying for Turkey and Syria. Um, you may have heard of a guy called Christian Atsu, who was a, a wonderful Ghanaian footballer who was pulled out of the rubble. He's just one person. I actually knew him when he was at Bournemouth. And um, he was a lovely Christian man. Uh, and, but uh, he's with Jesus now. So um, it's massive praying for them and their family. So, right. A very brief thing, I'm going to talk about Star Wars. Now, who likes Star Wars here? Just so I can get some idea. Genuinely put your hand up, all right? Because there are people out there who don't like Star Wars, okay? If you don't like Star Wars, put your hand up. All right, okay. Even some of the youngsters there as well, okay? You haven't got a clue what I'm talking about, maybe, Star Wars. Star Wars, for some people, passed you by, maybe it was a period you're, you're too young to actually understand what Star Wars is. We've got a num- number of people here who haven't realized how important Star Wars is. Uh, You know, 1977, when it came out, was an unbelievable moment. And of course, if you like, Star Wars in this country reached its ultimate in in the 2011 census, when 176,000 people claimed that they were Jedi warriors. Did you know that? (laughs) Genuinely in the census. um, But it went down in 2021, from 2011 to 2021, to 1600. So there's been a decline a devastating decline in Jedi Knights in this country over this period of time. So, a little bit of fact before we begin. But um, you've got to love it. The thing about it is, the heart of it is, it's all about good and evil. It's all about um, those that are, if you like, going to be rescued. There's all about, is there hope? And as we look in the world today and all the things going on, we often ask that question, is there hope? I think there's some really great things that we can draw out. And I want to draw out a few things from a sort of Star Wars, Starship Trooper type feel. Okay, so go with me on this, all right? I'm going to use some of the things around here to help me as I do it. The first thing I want to say is this. Um, we are part, I think these, these stories are great because they say, number one, this. Technology worked in the, the, you know, whatever century it was in. Hello? Is it going? Go on, Janet. Whack it on. What's the first one? Is it working? Oh, okay. I can stop, definitely. This is a verse that I'm going to use as the basis for today. Praise be to the God of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. So, Star Wars, firstly, five things very briefly I want to bring from this. Number one, the reason I love Star Wars, the reason we're excited often by these sort of star-focused, whether it's Star Trek, whatever, we're fascinated particularly in this thing by the first thing is. Number one, we are... First point. No, no, the next next slide. Right? (laughs) Do you want me just to go on regardless? Yes! The next one after that, okay? This is 1977, the the poster for it. 
This is going really well so far, this talk. Um, and uh, so the first, first particular page. Can we do the first page? Great. We are part of something bigger. Thank you, Lord. We are part of something bigger. And one of the things that really strikes me, you know, who would you say is the big hero of Star Wars? All right. Who are the big hero? Go on. Luke Skywalker is the one first comes to mind. But there are other heroes you think it should be heroes? Darth Vader. Well, yeah, okay. We can talk that one through. There's a sort of, you know, major issues there you've got there, Trooper. Um, but uh, anybody else? Other heroes? Han Solo. Oh, I love Han Solo. Han Solo. He's gorgeous, isn't he, Jenny? Oh, yes. <laughs> anybody? Uh, people of a certain age, say this. Um, what's that? Princess Leia. Okay, so three mentioned there, okay. Um, we've got... Uh, And some of them are mentioned there and shown there as particular characters. But it's interesting with many of them, what you see very often is they sacrificed everything to give the galaxy a chance. Obi-Wan Kenobi, for example, that's what he does. But in truth, what we really realize is they're fighting for something bigger than their situation. It's all about the rebel alliance and everything. It's for something bigger. And it's a reminder for each one of us, sometimes when we get so caught up in our own little worlds, that we are part of something bigger. The Bible, look, I'm going to use this as my illustration. This massive Bible, this original Bible from this church from when it first started in 1845, okay? So this is an original Bible we found, okay? And it's the original church Bible that was read. Now, obviously, it's not something you could take in your pocket to work or whatever. But the Bible, as we've been hearing about this year, is an incredible thing because it's got an amazing story from beginning to end. It's God's revelation of himself and his love for the world. He says we're part of a bigger story full of creation through a time of fall, through a time when things went horribly wrong and we did our own thing, and then redemption and then new hope and new creation. Exactly the sort of things sometimes that come in Star Wars. Okay, we're having a great time down the front here. Uh, and uh, so just bear that in mind. Okay, so we are part, all part of something bigger. Secondly, I want to draw this out. Secondly, even the best of us can fail. We mentioned Darth Vader a bit earlier. Few villains catch things more than Darth Vader. With the dodgy breathing. What else? He's having a bit of a problem here. But anyhow, Darth. Darth, what a villain. Even the kids stopped here. He grabbed them completely, okay? And the thing about it is with, 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 with Vader, of course, um, is what's really distressing about Vader is, of course, he was good. He was good. Anakin was good. And he was fighting to protect the people of the empire. And yet, he fell to the dark side. If you like, he gave into it. Pride, anger, all those things. You know, all of us are susceptible to those things, aren't we? All of us are susceptible to pride, anger. 
And so we need to be aware that even the best of us can fail. It's a reminder that in of ourselves we are broken and we're in need of redemption and help. Third thing I want to draw out is this. Extraordinary things come from unlikely places. Now, we mentioned here about the different places. You know, some of them are really gorgeous places. If you ever really get to the Star Wars thing, there's beautiful places like Naboo. Unbelievably beautiful place. Or Coruscant, which is the team I led. In fact, we started calling them croissants because it was easier to say croissant rather than Coruscant. But anyhow, we were the French part of the galaxy. Um, but Coruscant, they were beautiful places. They're, they're better places. Tatooine is a, basically a dump, all right? It's, a, it's the, the part of the universe that not even the empire bothered to take much interest in. It's interesting, isn't it, that Bethlehem, where Jesus was born, was effectively not really even on the map. And yet God, as we know, chose Jesus to come to a place like Bethlehem. Not Tatooine, where we see here, but that place. You know, Anakin Skywalker's born there. Luke grew up there, not to mention Han Solo, the smuggler, was discovered there. Like that, God comes so often to unlikely places. And he... He can, he can do things in incredible places. At the moment, there's a thing that's getting, grabbing everybody at the moment, in the Christian world particularly, but people are starting to hear about it elsewhere. There's something exciting going on in a university over in America, in a place, a state called Kentucky, a university you've never heard of called Asbury University. And it's like every day for 24 hours a day, the last 11 days, people have been meeting and praising God. And it's rippling out to hundreds of universities throughout America. It's like God takes an unlikely place and so often unlikely people and does amazing things. Isn't that exciting? He can take ordinary people like you and me and he can do amazing things. That's the third thing. Fourthly, and this is about the cross which is behind us here. Um, It's never too late for redemption. I love the fact that at the end of the return of the Jedi, apart from the Ewoks. I never understand the Ewoks thing. But Return of the Jedi, right at the very end, it seems like all hope is lost. But something incredible happens. It's that Darth Vader, the the antagonist of the whole thing, basically sacrificed himself uh, to save his son and defeat the Empire. Redemption happens in the midst of it, okay? Um, Even though he'd done terrible things, he was able to do those things. And, you know, there's many of us that sometimes think, you might think, well, someone like Aveda, maybe things that we've done, we thought, well, they're too much. They would break God's heart too much. No, redemption is always available because of the cross of Jesus. And there may be some of you even here today think, I've done and said stuff that's too bad. How could God love me? Well, God does. He loves you. And he wants to bring redemption into our lives. Remember that verse uh, in 1 Peter 3, um, you know, it's, it's 3.18. It says, Christ also died for sins once for all, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring us to God. If that is the case for you, and you think, who is this Jesus? Can I be redeemed? He longs to redeem you. If you want to talk about that afterwards, love to chat with you and pray with you to know this Jesus for yourself. Because the final thing is available to all of us. Just listen to the final fifth point before we... Move on to our final song. Be the hope your world longs for. Okay. 
It's the closest I could get to a lightsaber. We'll have the noise going with it. But you know what? The great thing is, as we drew out today, that the power of the lightsaber was not actually in itself. It was actually in what it can do. And the Bible talks about the sword of the Spirit being the Word of God that helps us, enables us to face life as we know it. And hope is such a powerful thing. In Rogue One, which is another one of the Star Wars thing, I am coming into land, I won't bore you with any more Star Wars thing, but Rogue One, which is sort of offshoot of it, there's this moment where a, a girl called Jin Erso asks for the rebels to fight against the Empire. And someone says, you're asking us to invade an imperial installation based on nothing but hope? And she says, rebellions are built on hope. And the hope that we have is not just, I hope that Portsmouth Football Club will win next week, because that never happens. Or I hope, in a very sort of vague way, hope is built on a truth that God loves us and he knows us. Hope is built on something that will last and is certain. And so that is the hope that we hold to. And what God calls us to be is lights in this dark world. So in the worlds you're going to go into, the worlds we're part of, we're called to bring light into the midst of those places. Where there is fear, we bring courage. Where we might take vengeance, we offer forgiveness. In those places, that's what we seek to do. If God is for us, who can be against us? That is our hope.